Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestradino back with some special bonus coverage here during Big Brother 25 here with Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? Very excited, Rob. This is a good one because uh, we have here with us a member of the Fields family to talk about everything that's going on in the world of Big Brother and more. Our friend Izzy Gleischer is here. Izzy, how are you? Good. Excited for this, for sure. Always excited to talk about BB25. Yes. Okay. Well, we're excited to have you here. Uh, got to see you a little bit last week at the event and appreciated uh, you coming out for that. Uh, how's everything uh, going? Give people the updates uh, who uh, maybe haven't heard from you since you left. I mean, I'm just in a whirlwind at home kind of <laughs> trying to um, piece together my real life and also stay connected to the big brother mm-hmm. life inside the house. So um, the juggling act is real and um, intense, a little overwhelming, but I'm having a great time. Is it is it tough to like, like, are you still in the headspace of like being in the game and like paying attention to everything? Or are you trying I'm to? Totally. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard to just be home because I'm in a lot of ways. I'm so thankful to just be able to be you know, with Paige and my cat, Billy, and like on our couch and just like have, um, feel the comfort of like home again, you know, you lose that in the house or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so I'm trying to just be thankful to love my life at home, you know, because I do. And so being reminded of that is amazing, but yeah, of course, um, I feel like my time was cut short in the house to, you know, my own I was at fault for that in a lot of ways, you know, and I'm reckoning with that and trying to learn about that. You know, I love these games. So like the fact actually getting to do it and now getting a chance to look back and analyze myself um, yeah, <laughs> has been, I, I mean, I love it, you know? So for all of those out there wanting to diss on my game, like I'm learning from this, like I hope to do this more. And yes, uh, we would like that. Every I- time. So I don't, I'm, I'm proud of myself and it's, um, it's been good to, yeah, just yeah. to, yeah. Well, we could tell how much you love games. Look at all the board games behind you, Izzy. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. What What are some of your faves behind you? Is that the survivor board game that I spot? It is. Yes. <laughs> it would, with, with an old, um, tree puzzle on top of mm-hmm. it, and, um, sludge st- stackers. <laughs> yeah. And there's a BB house, the labyrinth, um, you know, path to power type. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You got to get table maze type thing. Yeah. I've yeah. shafted there, but that's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's have a do-over on the vote, Izzy. We'll yeah, get, yeah. Go. Maybe let's you get go. top four now. All right. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I won't. Izzy, let's <laughs> just check in on where we are in the present day state of the house. Because once upon a time, you you made a, a prophecy and you said, okay, uh, Cam, you're next. And yeah. 
And he was. You were right. You were right. (laughs) Are you preparing yourself to be right again? Always. I love being right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I am preparing. But of course, like even, you know, today is the most important day in the house. You know, at least for this season. Wednesday has been the day where everything happens. You know, like it's Mm -hmm. the most dense day in terms of gameplay. Um, Not as much without you, Izzy. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but I, you know, I'm a little worried for Sari, of course, just because you never know what's going to shape out today and tonight before tomorrow. But I think it's looking really good that Cameron is going to leave the house tomorrow night. What what was your take on Sari's decision to let the veto be used on Felicia instead of her? Like, do you have an idea of where that might have come from? I've thought about it a lot, honestly. Um, I think that, yes, for gaining favor with Felicia, fantastic move. I think, of course, if anyone is going to feel safe against someone else in the house, I would say sitting next to Cameron or Corey is the best <laughs> place to be, you know? So um, I also agree with that. But also as someone that felt safe on the block sitting next to someone, um, I, you know, I still have a little bit of a flutter in my stomach, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my stomach for her, you know, I mean, in some ways it's like, I worry that her head has been out of the game and now back in the game. And, you know, um, I'm hoping that she's really in it and that this staying on the block was truly an act of setting herself up for positive relationships, getting to the end of the game. That's my hope. How about this HOH week? Frickin' Bowie Jane. HOH. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about it is like, Bowie, if you want to throw it, you just don't even know that it's like without going over. Mm-hmm. Right? Why didn't you write one million? Why didn't you write that? Why'd you write this weird 27 and then, you know, 627? That'll make it look mm-hmm. like I was throwing it. It's like, uh, Bowie Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, funny HOH. Well, I would love to hear you just talk through her HOH where ultimately she's making a move where I think you probably have approval of what she's ultimately doing in CAM. But it sounded like that her real target would have been Surrey. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she was so mad about the red vote. Um, and I don't think Surrey or any of us recover. I mean, I obviously was never going to do a good job of recovering with Bowie Jane. She didn't want to like me from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, like. Um, but Sari, yes, of course, like I think as much as Sari has tried, Bowie is not, Bowie's always wanted to be, she's always wanted to be like with the jocks, you know, she's always talked about, I don't understand why you want to target strong comp. Beats. She does CrossFit. I, mean, I know, Right. Well, it's like Bowie, if you actually like tried in the comps, mm-hmm. like maybe you would have, have had more power throughout this, or maybe you could have been the jock to like be the comp beast for the bye-bye bitches or something. Like I don't, clearly I don't understand the staying low and behind the radar kind of <laughs> gameplay. Um, at a certain point, it's like, does everyone think that they're going to sit in those final two chairs and be like, well, I didn't have like a hand in any of your evictions. And so you must like me. And so therefore I've won big brother, you know, like that is seemingly what's going to happen when we get to final jury. Um, which is, you know, I think Bowie's in that camp. I think she's been pressured by the house to make a move this week, but if she 
had one veto, she wouldn't have changed the noms, you know, and then we would have had another. Yeah, Sari probably would have gone home. So, of course, yeah, great. Great HOH Bowie, loving it. Um, and don't worry, I don't think your hands are bloody at all. I don't think you really kind of like I don't blame Cam for my eviction, you know, like even though Cam was HOH. I don't think he should get credit for my eviction on his resume. So I kind of also don't exactly think Bowie should get total credit for Cam's eviction. Who do you blame? For mine? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think still like Corey and myself, you know, I mean, I think, I don't think the fight that Jared had helped me, but I don't blame Jared. I think he thought he was doing something that could help Mm me. Um, Corey knew exactly what he was doing. And, um, I think it was sloppy and, um, but I also blame myself. I should have known not to say anything about precious America to Corey. And that is my mistake and I will live with it, you know? So, um, but definitely Cameron should not get the notch on his resume. So duly noted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he was expecting the veto to be used so he could put Sari up next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew uh, that, you know, he thought that was yeah. like a, you know, like, oh, aha, like, I'm going to show you something. It's like, we all, we all know you're so transparent, you know? So anyway, yeah. I mean, talking about Bowie though, um, Mm -hmm. I, it was, it was such a point of like contention throughout the first part of the season that like, you know, Bowie was part of the professors and, you know, from what we saw, at least she was just with the professors. Um, but there wasn't a lot of trust for Bowie. Um, what is your thought on that now? Because from Bowie's perspective, or at least the way she tells it is that like, she was loyal to the group, but then she got pushed out and was forced to work with people like Cameron, um, because, because you guys wouldn't have her. Uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, It's interesting because, you know, um, you know, the working relationship between Misery and Felicia fell very naturally into place because, um, information sharing and also just, um, listening to each other's opinions was very natural. Like seemingly we all just immediately respected each other right off the bat in terms of where our perspective and where we were coming from. And so that working relationship was really like, um, it was clear that we trusted each other, right? With Bowie, I never felt like she never wanted to talk to me. Like I barely knew she was a DJ the first week because we never really had a conversation. And, and it, it, maybe it was just like my spiel, but I felt very much like I was trying with a lot of people in the house and I wasn't getting a lot in return. And it's really hard to, how can I just blanket blindly trust someone if they don't engage me, engage with me in conversation about, almost anything, especially game. So just because she was on a list, even within the professors in my head, there was still a hierarchy of like, okay, but these are actually the people I trust. And then there's these people and like, yes, hopefully they'll protect me and I'll protect them for the most part, but I'm not really going to talk to, like, I'm not really going to share with them my ultimate strategy because they are not, they're not talking to me, you know? Um, I think that's hard to maybe see from the outside, even from watching the live feeds is that kind of like, um, social connection that really can cloud, um, words, you know, like I definitely was someone that was like noticing whether words were meeting up with actions. And I didn't necessarily feel like Bowie Jane was doing that for me, you know? Yeah. Something that we talked about a lot early on was, uh, like, cause Red would do this too, was this idea of like, well, we don't want to talk too much game too early. 
Um, but like that's that's sketchy. Like it's sketchy to not talk game because people will assume you're doing it with other people, even if you're not. Um, right. And so it definitely, I think, let like lends toward that sort of. I think it's the same reason why you guys didn't trust Mimi for so long. It's because Mimi right. never talked game with anyone either. Yeah, I mean, I love Mimi. Like, I hope to be friends with Mimi outside now that we're back. You know, like, I really, really felt like I connected with Mimi right away in the house and that we had a great rapport. But yeah, talking game with her would be like at a certain point, she'd be like, well, no, no, I don't care. I don't have an opinion. And it'd be like, okay. And then she'd go to the storage room and rest. And she'd go to the storage room and like yell about all of us, I'm realizing. And it's like, well, I wanted to know. Like, I wanted to know because I trust, because like I'm trying to work with you. I don't know how else to show that I want to work with you, but you have to also show me that you want to work with me. Um, and so that that was my issue with Bowie. That was my issue with Mimi. Um, yeah. My issue with do you, Jag. <laughs> do you think that, because um, ultimately what, what, like ruins the relationship with Bowie at least is that she's left out of some of these votes. Um, do you think that like looking back, maybe you should have just brought her in? I guess so. You know, it's like a double-edged sword because like who knows what would have happened if we had let her in mm -hmm. on the vote, you know, she absolutely would have told red and maybe that wasn't exactly a problem, but like, chaos right before a vote is never the thing you want and so avoiding chaos avoiding like overly emotional reactions to things is like that's you know you want to avoid all of those reactions and so just not knowing frankly i didn't know bowie enough there wasn't trust there i definitely was like anything in regards to bowie like i'm just not going to be mm -hmm. the one to it, you know, so for me, not telling her was very easy because like I probably wasn't going to tell her anything anyway, you know. Now, Izzy, in your exit interviews, you had said that you were able to figure out Bowie Jane's secret that she was not 34 years old. How were you able to figure that out in the house? I don't think she looks 34. Like I just I just like thought it was very obvious that she wasn't. 34. And also, frankly, like if you're trying to like lie about your age and appeal to the younger people in the house, maybe don't yell at me for not going to bed at 10 p.m. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like if you're like, if you know, and that's fine. Like, and actually maybe we would have, you know, maybe we would have trusted you more. Maybe this was the issue with Mimi also. Like, I think that lying about aspects of your real life automatically cut off a part of you that is able to engage or connect with people because there's, you're never trying to give too much because then you might reveal like, oh, I'm actually like a goddamn politician, you know, which makes perfect sense. She played like a politician, you know, like politicians are incredibly frustrating, right? You know, so like that makes perfect sense. And with Bowie, it's like, honestly, probably no one would have believed that she was a lawyer anyway, you know, like, or whatever, like, you know, I just, think that, of course, she was always doing math in her head. It was clear when I, I would try, of course, to ask her, well, how old's your brother? Like, oh, like, how, you know, how old is he? Or like, what's the difference? Or when did you move to LA? You know, trying to like, you know, mm -hmm. kind of catch her in that lie, which maybe is rude, but it's also like, I wanted to be like, Bowie, I see you. Like, if you actually maybe tell me what's up, then maybe we can gain, we can build something, you know, she never, yeah. So yeah, I think that's, a little frustrating too, I guess, even though I was keeping a secret, a big secret of people's real lives, you know, <laughs> I was in control of it. So maybe I was less frustrated by it. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Well, let's talk about that a little bit about how you sure. knew what was going on with Jared and Suri and how uh, worried were you that somebody else was going to figure out because you very quickly like uh, put it all together, but nobody else did. Yeah, I mean, I was I was mostly I was the most worried about Corey because he was very open about being, you know, as much of a Survivor fan as me. And then when he told me about his brother, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I tried to suss out whether or not he knew what was yeah. what was up. And it's clear that he doesn't, which I love, which is just like chef's kiss. I can't wait for him <laughs> to to find out. Do you think he'll be he upset with himself? Oh, he's going to be so embarrassed, I think. I don't know. I think he's going to feel... I think he's going to feel a lot of things. I think yeah. a lot of things are going to make more sense. Um, I think in in some in some ways, in terms of optics, it didn't really make sense why I was trying to be so protective of Jared. And I realized that, you know. Um, so I think things like that will make will make sense for him. But yeah, I think he's going to be totally upset and like confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, we saw uh, that you and Jared connected outside the house. Uh, what was that reunion like? Oh, I mean, you know, I think all of us, like I'm saying to the world, I this has been just an incredible learning experience and like a chance to grow and develop as a person. And I'm looking forward to doing that work. And I know that Jared is also um, has learned a lot about himself and is putting in the work. And I, you know, I do feel like he is family. We went through an intense thing together. In some ways, all of us are family, but I, I, I love Jared and I feel um, protective of Jared and mm -hmm. um, the, the reunion was great. And it was like funny to hang out <laughs> outside of the house, you know, like um, yeah. So <laughs> we had a great time and um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did. We did even see you like clash in the house at times, uh, differing opinions on totally body count discussions and <laughs> so on and so forth. Um, like, uh, is is that something that uh, like that you are having continued discussions about, or like uh, like are you? You know, I don't. I don't want to get in. I want Jared to speak for himself yeah. when it comes to these kind of things. I will say that like something that. I really loved about mine and Ceri's working relationship and also just actual relationship was that like she was going to tell me when she thought I needed to clean it up a little bit or do better or like that wasn't great. Let's learn from it. And she would do that. I would do the same to her. Like, sure. don't yell at Mimi. Don't eat off of Jared's fork. You know, like we, you know, like all these things like we would give each other notes back and forth and there was like respect there. And I feel that way with Jared. I felt that way with Jared in the house. It was like, I'm going to hold him yeah. to a higher standard when I can. And I hope he holds me to a higher standard as well. And, um, and so, yeah, I wasn't afraid. I, it, it was me showing love to him really when I would push back and when we'd have arguments and things like that, I think it made us both better. So, yeah. What did you do when you saw Jared? Were like, were you guys? Did you guys go out to eat? Do you watch the live feeds? Like, uh, wh what do you do when you're like you're used to being in the Big Brother house and have like a hangout outside the house now? Um, well, we've only hung out in a house. He came over and we watched the live episode. You know, we watched the live episode that was a week after his Mimi's. Mm -hmm. We watched the live episode and we 
I actually like got a bunch of snacks that were in his HOH basket because I thought that would be cute. Yeah, and that's nice. We drank lemonade and tequila and <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, watched the live episode and we're just like about everyone in the house, you know? <laughs> Let's say Cam does indeed go home and we get yeah. down to the final eight. Izzy, how do you see the game moving forward from here? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if I'm going under the, you know, with the with the lens of wanting Sari to further herself in the game, you know, I think that Jag and Matt and Corey in America are the are the duos to get rid of, you know, I'm very upset that Jag did not go home on the week that we voted him out unanimously and that the power was used. Um, That I think probably everyone's all up in arms about the Heisen vote. I actually think that week was a horrible, horrible week for me, (laughs) for my people. If Jag had gone, that would have really, really, really changed the game. And so I'm, I'm, now knowing all of the information that went into that. Yeah. Can you, can you talk us through like uh, how that decision ultimately got made to have the power get used? Like, was it Matt was using the, the power no matter what? Or do you think that Sari like uh, had uh, said like, hey, I think this is a good idea if you use it? I think I think Sari was a part of that. Um, it's something I didn't know. It was like one of only two things I didn't know from her in the house. Um and I think that's a really big one. <laughs> um, I think that's like a really, really massive one. And um, I keep thinking about why didn't she tell me? Like, why was that the thing that she didn't tell me? You know, part of me is like, you know, the survivor mind is like flush the advantage, flush it, flush it, flush it, flush it. But the fact that we knew Matt had it, like, come on, it was only good for like two weeks or something. Like, that's easy, you know, mm-hmm. like that's easy to just let it die, you know? And so I was, um, yeah, I've been pretty shocked by that. I'm not sure exactly what the motivation was. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. My, my, I think my guess would be, uh, because that was shortly after she pitches to Jared, we need to let blue go. And Jared basically tells her no. And she was pretty frustrated by that. Um, and so I think that like, if I'm like psychoanalyzing, she's yeah. probably like in this headspace of like, I, I'm going to get my way here. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, Jag is going to, Jared can do what he wants. And I think she was just very focused on that, but it's hard to say because we didn't see any of those conversations either because yeah. they hid them from us on the feeds. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's very difficult to know, but I, I do know that she was, I think very focused on like, um, like, you know, Jared wants this, but <laughs> like he's wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because like part of me is like, did I just miss it when like seven deadly sins became the thing that we were trying to really rock with? Like for me, it was always for real, for real. Like those were always the people that I ultimately trusted the most. And so I don't know why that wouldn't be the name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it even like developed from that idea of like, okay, great. Can we, you know, I'm also have that survivor brain. I like can't stand naming alliances. I think it's like a little bit silly, (laughs) but it was like, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what people want. You know, like let's name it. Like let's put a name to this trust because we have it, or at least I thought. And so, um, 
yeah, I mean, using the power obviously was the way to keep two Seven Deadly Sins members in the house, which maybe would be good for that. But it's like, come on, Sari, like we're at the bottom of Seven Deadly Sins always. For real, for real, we're running it. Like what alliance would you be with, you know? So um, I think that's interesting. I think about that a lot. I also like, I'm so happy that Jag has discovered a social web, um, <laughs> an alliance web. I'm, I'm, you know happy to be the victim, you know, like the martyr of, <laughs> of that kind, you know, of like any sort of social strat, like a strategy. Um, and so now he's realizing, oh yeah, like I have lots of things with lots of people and I'm going to have to make a decision and like, oh no, someone's going to be upset. Like, you know, mm -hmm. someone's going to have the rug pulled out from underneath them. It's not really about upset. Like I'm a little mad. Twitter thinks I would be a bitter jury member. Cause I absolutely would not like, um, I'm too much of a gamer to be bitter about that kind of stuff, you know, like, um, so anyway, yeah, that was a little tangent, but I wanted to say it. It was great. Well, it's talking about the, the power of Matt too. I think that was kind of the start of his relationship with Suri, like getting mm -hmm. to that deeper level. Um, and obviously that there's been like an undercurrent of Matt and Suri for a while now. Um, oh. how much of that did, did you become aware of eventually? Did you realize how close they were? Yeah, I mean, I think they're really close. I ultimately still think Matt is with Jag, you know? Like, I don't think, I worry that, well, it seems like Suri is currently suspicious of Matt and wondering, I, I did appreciate seeing her DRs from this week being like, oh, I want to trust Matt, but I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, okay, good, 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 good. I don't fully trust Matt. You know, Matt, Matt is a beautiful person, you know? Like, he is very calm and he listens and he makes you feel comfortable. And I think that is really dangerous. And there was a point where everyone was like, well, everyone trusts Matt. And I just know, like, if there is one person that everyone trusts, that's not the person you ultimately trust, you know? And yeah, frankly, like, you know, I don't know. Is, isn't that the case, though, with Suri and the person that you ultimately trust yeah, the most? You shouldn't trust Suri. Suri's <laughs> yeah. the greatest of all time. You know, like that. Yeah, you just proved my point. You know, <laughs> I mean, Suri will cut any of But it worked it. well for you. Well, I yeah, mean, but it wasn't your downfall. <laughs> it wasn't, but that wasn't like trusting yeah, Suri yeah. wasn't, wasn't why. I think I had, I think given our circumstance, there was a different level of trust mm -hmm. between me and Suri. And I, I did work hard whether or not now I don't have to say this because we don't know, because I'm still not in the game, whether or not I eventually gave up the secret or things like that. I was not at all at that point and we were not at all at that point in the game. So mm -hmm. I was working really hard to continuously prove to her with my actions that she could trust me, that I was not going to give up the secret that, you know, and so mm -hmm. I think she had a stake, you know, Mimi said in one of her exit interviews, well, if I was them, I would have loved to have a chance at getting rid of Izzy when, you know, if I had the chance because she was on the block because she was the only person that knew the secret. And so good, get rid of them. I think Mimi's missing the part that I felt I was missing with Mimi, which is like actually connecting and trusting someone. I don't know if Mimi really trusted anyone and no one trusted her. And maybe it's exactly that mentality, you know, um, you can't get to the end without people, you know, and, um, yeah, Jag and Matt are proving that. I mean, they've been a power duo since 
Riley left, you know, Corey in America, you know, you see it less in showmances for whatever reason, people are really highlighting the friend manses or something this season, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, Sari said this justice for Izzy. Yeah, I know. I know that was weeks ago though. So <laughs> <laughs> that was weeks ago. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard being home. I, it's hard being home and, and watching the live feeds and, um, seeing the narrative change about who you were in the house or who you were to the house. It's hard hearing things you've said taken more and more and more out of context in the house in order to villainize, you know, I mean, of course I get it. People that are gone, those are the people you want to put blame on, you know, but um, it's hard to watch at home and it's hard to watch, especially in regards to Sari. I don't, yeah, ultimately I don't want her to change. I don't want her opinion of me as a person to change. Yeah. In what way do you feel like that the narrative about you changed, Izzy? I think like, um, I feel like people started, um, like basically that I was talking, 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 talking a lot. And I feel like, and so the idea that I was the one sort of lying to everyone and just like word Mm -hmm. vomiting, like information to everyone was sort of, I think was sort of what was happening around the house, but like, that's like actually just not true. Like I was, I felt like I was very good at the only people I talked actual like strategy, real, like the truth was Sari, Corey, Jared, sometimes Felicia, like that was my list, you know? And Felicia was definitely at the bottom of that. And Corey went on ice sometimes and where I wouldn't, I would just listen to him and I wouldn't actually tell him anything. And then it'd be like, okay, I think I can trust him again. I would engage a little bit more. But everyone else, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, sure. Let's just chat. Let's talk about things that is all, that are already out there in the house, public knowledge kind of things, you know? Like, yeah, sure. Everyone knows my relationship with Cam is damaged. Let's continue to talk about how I want to take out Cam. That doesn't reveal anyone else that I also want to take out, you know? Um, yeah, anyway. So I, I think that kind of thing worries me or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's I think it is just like, you know, when Suri's running the game for forty four days, uh, and and then like uh, you leave, she's not in power anymore. Jared's in some trouble. It's yeah, it's like uh, well, blame, blame Izzy, uh, but then it does didn't really work because they still blamed Jared. So then it's like it's still okay. Well, Izzy and Jared are gone now, uh, yeah. so now the threat is neutralized. I'm fine. Um, and, and yeah, I think that narrative kind of just like persists, but I also think that like, I think, I mean, I think you're fine. I think that like when they come out of the house, like, you know, they're going to, I just, you know, it's like outside, you don't realize how not fake, but you don't realize that even, you know, that this isn't real when you're in the house or something, you know, just like, I mean, I think that you can, you can like, you can believe it in the moment too, because it's what you need to believe. In right. order for like the situation to work. But I think once you get out of the house and maybe you can attest this now or maybe it yeah. will happen later. But like, I think once you get out of the house, like a lot of that is just like, we were being pretty silly, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't wait for that. I mean, like that's that's the part where when people say it's just a game, I'm so looking forward to experiencing mm-hmm. because it's true. You know, like I don't hold I don't hold anything against anyone, really. Like I am looking forward to meeting people again outside the house, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
Izzy, for Sari now, do you yeah. feel like that she's in a good place? Uh, she's in danger. Like, what do you think about like the like uh, intermediate future for Sari in this game? I think she's in a good place. I mean, especially if she. I mean, obviously, maybe this is obvious, but I mean, I think if really if they go through with this Cam vote, I think she's in a pretty good place. I think. Cam spilling some beans to her about stuff he's heard the last couple of days, I think has really been good for her. I think she's been planting the right seeds with Felicia so that Felicia can be the paranoid one to maybe spread things around the house. And that's not put on her. I think like, you know, I think Matt and Jag, whether or not she's in control of Matt, I think Matt thinks he's in control of Sari. And that's actually probably a really good place for her to be in because if those two think both of those things, my money's on Sari every day to like outwit <laughs> Matt, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so I think that's a good position. I think Corey in America, the thing with Corey is like Corey wants to be the one to take down Sari, you know, like I think he likes the, the story of, you know, the brother of the first boot, second boot, you know, like, and then, and then coming and taking down the goat that's never won, you know, like he loves that story. He said but, it all the way back in the first week. I'm going to yeah. beat Suri. It's the last thing I do. Well, and his mistake, which I didn't, um, well, I don't know. I didn't have time to do with it what I wanted. I mean, his mistake also was talking about Suri the way I talked about America. I mean, he told me exactly when and how he wanted to, take her out when we got down to seven and six, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Of course. That's smart. That's smart. You know, and like wanting to mm -hmm. kick his little butt, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Suri's probably in a really good place. I think Felicia needs her at this point. Let's be real Felicia. Like when are you going to jump on the working with Suri train for real? Like now's the time, you know, Mimi's gone. Jared's gone. I'm gone. What are you going to do? You know, I think the rest of the house has made it pretty clear how they stand on Felicia. So I'm hoping that those two can really solidify blue, you know, I mean, at least and make something happen. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about her jury votes right now? Because obviously she's Suri, uh, but a lot of the people that like recognize Suri as Suri are now gone. Um, and Corey's really the only person left who has the respect for her name that, yeah. that she warrants. Yeah. Um, and part of the, part of like what she's using is the, like, I'm no threat in this game, which people are believing right now. Yeah. Uh, but the, the flip side of that is if she does make it to the end, um, like, does she still have the, the juice to, to get those votes? Um, and you know, like, it might depend on who she's sitting next to, especially since, you know, she's not really winning any competitions. Uh, so how are you feeling about that? I, I, I think it's hard. I mean, I think given the way that this whole season has shaped up and is shaping up, I think there are cases for and against everyone, like hardcore, you know? Um, I think it's going to really matter who she's sitting next to, but I don't know if the people that she should be sitting next to are the people that she's going to be able to get down there with, you know? Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, frankly, I don't know if her legendary survivor status is going to come into play with jury votes because exactly what you said, I just don't think enough people really realize the kind of mark she's left on survivor and these games in general. You know, I don't know if anyone really understands, maybe they know she won the traders, but I don't think they understand that like 
she gave a master class in. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, had you seen the traders before yeah. BB 25? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I actually did not see the whole thing before BB 25, but I have watched it since okay. being home. Did you ask Sari for the spoilers while you were there? No, no, oh. no. Look, I also think she liked me because I also gave her the mutual respect of like, you're not just a Rolodex of like survivor history. Like mm -hmm. I love watching Corey annoy the shit out of her, you know, like, <laughs> you know, um, we talked about Survivor, but always on her terms, like when it when she wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, no, we didn't talk about the traitors. Um, I told her I knew she won. You know, she knew I knew all the stuff. But now I'm really knowing all the stuff. I mean, damn, how is anyone else? Like, they should just end the traitors franchise right now because. <laughs> Did you I see the cast? Is he? Yeah. I know, I'm so excited. I'm actually so excited. Trader season three. I take it back. I take it back. It'd be great. Ooh. We would love that. <laughs> we would love that. Um. Yeah. No, no. So. I, I, I think I think she has as good a shot of anyone sitting in those final two chairs. I think she is an incredible speaker and an incredible advocate for herself and others. And so I think that um, she definitely has the ability to persuade people. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't necessarily think her goat status is going to be into play because I don't think these kids really understand you know, they haven't mm -hmm. watched that many seasons of Big Brother. I don't think they've watched any Survivor. So, <laughs> I do. I do think Corey will be in the jury if he's in the jury. Um, like as she gets closer to the end, he's gonna be like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Definitely Why are you guys letting him. this happen? Yeah, and he's then it, and I think he will like, say like, "If if they are if they are bad enough at this to let Sari get into the final two, we have to give it to her." I think he will play that. I would love that. I mean, that I would love. I mean, part of me can see his like the devious like trying to pin the jury against her you know i can see that world just to feel like he's still maybe a part of the game in some way but um i'm hoping that you're would, right yeah. Cameron. yeah i hope you're right maybe i'm still maybe i am a little bitter <laughs> maybe you're still <laughs> suspicious i mean he got you yeah, i'm just <laughs> suspicious that's a better word i'm just a little sus Corey. you got to admit like of course i'm sus so Izzy, I'd love to get your reactions too. I'm sure you heard what the Zingbot had to say about your fellow house guests. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, here, this is what I think about Zingbot. First of all, we all know what age Felicia is. She has no wrinkles. That was mm -hmm. a terrible thing. Yeah. It was also like rude, like screw you. Do you not believe in age diversity? Because I do. I actually think like we should have more, you know, like the kids are boring. I'm sorry. Like, like let's, I think Felicia brings so much to the table and that, and she brings so much to the table in terms of what we can roast her on. And you're going to, you know, pick this cheap shot, which is rude, you know, like, mm -hmm. which is actually mean, you know, like I don't, I didn't like it. Also, if Corey was 27 and America was 22, they would not be calling him a cradle robber. And so justice for America, I thought her zing was not appropriate either. I didn't like that. Um, yeah. Sing at Corey, but frankly, I got a lot of crap for calling him pipsqueak, which is just a reference, you know, like whatever. And meanwhile, you're going to trash his size and his things he can't control in his body and stuff. So I don't know, like that seemed a little cheap as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah. So you feel like do better, Zingbot. Do better. Like, I agree. Do better. Yeah. I mean, there was do, so much better they could have done with Cam. I mean, do better. I mean, I thought, yeah. I mean, I loved Cam's in some ways, even though it could have been like more nuanced. He maybe doesn't deserve that. So that was great. <laughs> I loved Bowie's. <laughs> Bowie's was fantastic. I also thought Cerise, although hurtful, mm -hmm. well played, you know, um, Jags, 
sure, that's as much as he deserved as well. But like, <laughs> you know, so bad. But yeah, I mean, like, do I don't know? Zings used to be better, right? Like they used to be. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's good when you're not just like calling someone ugly or dumb. Yeah. Like, uh, right. yeah, don't or yeah, don't call someone old, dumb, or yeah. you know, like those. Yeah, we don't like those. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Like, uh, like calling attention to Austin's girlfriend at home. Fantastic. Like, so good. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I did appreciate being two of the answers in Otev, though. The only double Otev answer. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I, you know, I did appreciate that. You made your mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also avoided the wall of shame. Uh, hopefully, hopefully maintain that. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah. Um, you talked about, uh, like, trying to learn from how you played the game, what you might do better in the future. Uh, what are some of like the biggest takeaways that you've gotten from like looking back and trying to analyze it? Um, I mean, a showman's will always take precedent over any other yep. <laughs> um, relationship. You know, I mean, I really, I really, and I know when it happened, the minute they started kissy kissying is the minute I should have known Corey's always going to choose America over me. That is something that was a my first really bad read. Mm -hmm. in the house. And so I think like thinking about that a lot in terms of how I view other people's relationships. I also think, you know, I was so excited coming into that house. Like, it's like, I don't know if y'all have tattoos, but the first tattoo doesn't really hurt because there's like so much adrenaline pumping. Yeah. And then you get another tattoo and you're like, crap, that hurts. But it's because you're like grounded in reality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I like... I'm an intense, passionate person. That's like who I am, you know? And so I think all of that was like heightened walking into the house. And so I think my energy that I had in week five and six is the energy that I would love to start off a game with. Um, mm -hmm. A little calmer, not any less me. I mean, clearly I even said it to Sari, like I, I don't know how to be anyone other than myself. So that's not gonna change. But I think just um, less buzzing around the house will do me very good. Um, and frankly, just like truly understanding that smiling at those and keeping my mouth shut at those that I don't agree with is way more powerful than needing them to know how wrong I think they are. Because but it's not as good TV as he No, no, but, but, but was my piggy pals punishment not great TV? <laughs> Was it not great TV that he threw dirt on my back and I smiled and just chatted with him for mm -hmm. the next seven hours? Like, was that, I felt like my most powerful in that moment mm -hmm. in some way. And yeah. that's like the kind of power that I want to bring if I ever get the chance to do this again. So. Izzy, I know we're less than a month away from the finale. Uh, that yeah. are are you all going out to the finale for the final episode? I mean, I guess I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say okay. that. All right, but, I'm not sure. That, so I guess, <laughs> guess, but maybe my cryptic answer tells you God. what's happening. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then, uh, do you have anything else going on outside of Big Brother that you want to tell people about? Just like about my life. Sure. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to go back to work. I got a couple gigs next week. <laughs> um, I'm still, you know, I, all of this, all of this was to fulfill 
my dream and my love of being in the house or being on the beach, hint, hint, Jeff. And, you know, like all of that is something that I wanted to experience and try and do. But also ultimately it was to, I don't know, give myself some comfort and peace of mind <laughs> financially, you know, for my my musical future. You know, I, I am an artist. I love I love what I do, but it's really, really hard. You know, being a freelancer is really, really difficult. Yeah. Well, you're going to have um, Big Brother fans at every show you ever do yeah, for the yeah, rest like, of your oh, life. Yeah, weird, weird music. So y'all get ready. But um, yeah, I just I'm I'm looking forward to really diving back in to playing and working um, and yeah, just being a part of this community. I love it. I'm so the Survivor family has really like embraced me and that's felt really, really, really good. Um, and I feel really comfortable there. So, um, yeah, I'm loving being home in a lot of ways, even though I, all I want in the world is to still be in the house that I still want to make very, very clear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like the audition tape for survivor or any show is just, uh, here's 44 days. of <laughs> like, like, Put her on any show, please. Here I am. Here I am. But yeah. 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 All right, Izzy, um, where should people uh, keep up with you? Oh, I'm on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm on Instagram. I'm not very good at it, but- What are you oh, talking about? You take pictures with the TV? It's great. I, I know, I've been doing that. I mean, my girls have been studying. Oh, Sari got the Sour Patch mm -hmm. out, out, I think, which that feels I had my M&Ms that were all color-coded, so I was very happy about that. They're coming up with their words. Um, but yes, I guess, I don't know. Do you want me to say it? No, <laughs> you can. I mean, it's okay. No, I mean, you your handle. Yeah. At flute Dyke. Let's go. I'm very proud of it. No numbers at flute Dyke. You know, Look, you know, no underscore. It's incredible. That's what I'm saying. That's why me and Paige where she was like, I can't believe it on the Twitter. This was like years ago. And she was like, let's look, what would be funny? There was no numbers, no underscores. And she was like, it's ours. Yeah. It's ours. Perfect. So, um, yeah, and Instagram at Isabel Lepanto Gleischer, one word. So mm -hmm. there I am. That's me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Izzy, thank you for making some time to talk with us. This is so much fun. Thank you so much. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, we got to do it again, whether it's during this season or Survivor or uh, during like, anything that you're watching. Always. I'm here. Yes, we're doing it. Okay. And then, <laughs> Taryn, uh, what's coming up for you? Uh, more live feed updates, more Big Brother podcasts. Uh, I'll be live on Twitch tonight watching Survivor and then tomorrow night watching the eviction of, uh, of Big Brother where we will uh, see Cam leave again, probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Izzy, not only write once, but then write the second time yeah. because he's getting evicted again the first time he's available to be You know, Izzy, you know, I, I, I don't want to jinx it or anything, but you know, you're not, you're not in the house, but would you like the opportunity to leave a goodbye message for Cam for when he gets out of the house. Well, can I, okay, can I tell you though what I maybe I shouldn't, but in my in my goodbye message, I was planning on saying I was like, you know, Cameron, we've had our ups and downs, and I know you've showed me your heart, but I don't know. I'm looking at it. And pass, swipe left, bye. You know, like that's that's what I want to say. Oh no, that's that's. I mean, that one. <laughs> He's He's been waiting for Riley's friends to start hitting on him. So uh, that's going to be <laughs> right. a big dig. Oh, no, no, I can't go there. I can't go there. No, Cameron. You know, I don't. You're a person too. I see you. It's okay. We're cool. Okay. It's fine. It's going to the jury house. Not going to see this. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
All right. Well, Izzy, thank you for making this time. Uh, we will have uh, Back to Survivor and the Amazing Race coming up here on Wednesday night. So I'll be live after the Survivor episode with James Jones uh, to talk about all of that and everything else with exit interviews for Survivor and the Amazing Race coming your way on Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to Rob as a Podcast. Go to robisawebsite.com slash subscribe for all of our podcast feeds. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.